You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a really unique scoring system that we're going to be implementing in our gym, and I've seen a lot of coaches implement it across their gyms, and it actually came from uh, this adult, well, this pro volleyball league called Athletes Unlimited. It's a women's volleyball league in the U.S., and their scoring system is very, very creative, and there's ways where you can take that and apply it to your gym to really showcase and outline your player's ability to play at a high level and really see where your players are at relative to your team. It's a really great system in terms of uh, running your practices and and having that competitive nature stay consistently over time. Anyways, we're going to dive into this scoring system and how you can implement it in your gym to see results much faster from your athletes. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 145 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Hope everyone's doing well. Another week of volleyball on the books. Hey, if you are a new listener, welcome to the podcast. My name is Coach Brian Singh, and I'm the host of the podcast. And if you are a regular listener, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode where... As always, the goal is to deliver value, tangible, step-by-step strategies, things that you can take back to your gym and apply right away. And I'm, I'm excited about this episode because this is something that I've been contemplating for a while now about implementing in my gym. And it's I've seen a lot of benefit to this. And I've, I've played around with similar models, but I'm going to go a little bit more full on this season. And this entire system or, or way of thinking comes from the professional women's volleyball league in the US called Athletes Unlimited. Now, when they first came into the realm of things, you know, it was a very new concept of a, a, it's a scoring system that's not just regular volleyball. Yes, you score in regular, like the the game is still the 25 and, you know, you still have your kills and stuff like that. But more so than anything, it was an opportunity to see how players perform at a level and players' points reflect uh, you know, amazing things. And the way they, they, they do this is so creative and they put more emphasis and more weight on certain things when it comes to stats so that it's fair across the board. Like, I'll, I'll, pref- I'll, I'll preface by saying this. So in our game, the libero, right? The libero cannot get kills. They cannot get a kill. They cannot get a block. They cannot, in many cases, get an, a, an ace, so in terms of points scored, liberos can't score any points. Well, then how do you measure your libero's importance on the court relative to a left side? It becomes very difficult when you're looking at traditional stats. Even a setter, a setter is getting assists. They can't get kills. They can't score points. So if you go look at the points column at the end of a match, your setter is not going to be a points leader. The points leaders are going to be predominantly opposites or left sides. And then you could throw in maybe middles in there. So we wanted, like the, the, they wanted to, Athletes Unlimited wanted to figure out a system, a scoring system where they could, they could identify how impactful each player is and put them on an equal playing field. 
So the way they do the numbers now, no matter what position you are, it will be an equal playing field. Now, can you imagine how valuable that information would be for you as a coach in practice? Because you always know the left sides are getting this amount of kills, this amount of blocks, but how how much more, how valuable is your libero, your setting? You know, What are those things? How do they factor in? So it's a really, really cool, unique system to see an overall grasp of who your most impact players are and things like that. So what this league does, it's really creative, which I'm going to get into. They have a separate scoring system. And then every week they redraft. So the top, the leaders in each, in the, the top leaders, like the leaders will redraft their team and then they go and compete. And it's really cool to see how it works. Um, I was, I was blown away by this system and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk a little bit about this system. I, I did some research on the system and um, I, I absolutely love it. And this system was predominantly created by Joe Trinsley, a uh, big, big volleyball name in stats. USA Volleyball works. Um, he's the he's the brains behind all the stats and data and understanding the metrics of the game and things like that. And I'm hoping if anyone if anyone here that listens knows Joe or would like to connect me to him, please do. I, I'm gonna obviously try to reach out myself, but I want to get him on the pod because that man's brain will be amazing to ask questions and dissect to see his perspective on the game because he's probably one of the most analytical people uh, on the planet when it comes to volleyball. So I'd love to get him on. But let's let's talk about this scoring system that's really unique to our game. And the scoring system has a, a couple assumptions. So the first thing is they, they want to keep it as simple as possible. Okay, that's the first assumption. Keep it as simple as possible. The second assumption is they found that at the you know at the higher level, 17, 18 U and so forth, that the receiving team has a 60% chance of scoring. Okay, so they, they're making these assumptions. The receiving team has a 60% chance of scoring. Now, in Athletes Unlimited, they play only three sets. Okay, they play only three sets, so it doesn't matter if um, if it's two to one or whatever. They don't go past three sets, and the reason for that is more so because of uh, you know injury prevention and things like that, because they're playing back to back and stuff like that. But what's really cool is that they played three sets, win by two, but in order to win the match, it is the total score determined for the overall winner. So you can, in theory, lose two sets. And then win the third by a larger margin and win the match. So if you lost, let's say you lost 25-23, 25-23, but then you win 25-10, well, you've just earned more, you've earned 75 points, uh, or sorry, you've earned, rather not say, but more points than they have, because they would have earned 25-25 plus 10, and you would have earned 23-23 plus 25. So you would have earned more points, therefore making you the match winner. So interesting uh, way that they do that. So I, I, I kind of like that because... In a scrimmage now, like I, w- I would so implement just that one thing. I would implement in my gym. So if I'm having two scrimmages, yes, the first team can win that first of 25. But now they have to still be intentional. They still have to be, um, you know, not just playing kind of laps. They have to they have to play aggressively because if that team wins the second set by more, then you know they uh, they win the match. So you know, really cool way of making sure that teams stay consistent and stay focused and I love that because especially three sets straight just because you won two sets you still got to play hard in that third set because you can still lose you still could lose the match so I thought that was really cool all right um now this the, the the scoring system that they created 
they had a sample size of 15,000 records. So without me even getting into the math, you can imagine that the sample size they did for this scoring system was a lot, 15,000 records that they went through. And the data was normalized for three sets of play. That's kind of what they were doing here. Um, and they also understood that, you know, no serves, attacks, or blocks for liberos. So they factor that into their data. And then no passing for opposites, middles, or setters. And they eliminated blocking errors and dig errors. Okay, so let me just repeat that really quickly. So no server, no serves, attacks, or blocks for liberos, right? That was factored into the scoring system. No passing for opposite middles and setters. And then eliminate your blocking errors and digging errors, okay? So without getting into the math too much, um, I'll tell you what each point is. Where now, if you're driving, uh, you know, don't worry about this. Come back and. But if you're not driving, write this down. Um, or you could probably look this up to somewhere. I don't know where where it'd be. Oh, you could look this up somewhere on Athletes Unlimited. But here is the way that the individual stats work. So this is how stats work for the Athletes Unlimited scoring system, which I absolutely love. So points. Here is how you can score points. An ace is worth 12 points. Okay, an ace is worth 12 points. A stuff block is worth 12 points. And a kill is worth eight points. Okay? So let me repeat that. So this is how you earn points. Uh, 12 points for an ace, 12 points for a stuff block. So a block that goes straight down, you score off of it. And then eight points for a kill. Okay? Now these are non-scoring points now. So non-scoring stats. Plus five for a dig. Plus two for a good pass, and then plus one for an assist. So you now now you can see how, well, liberos and setters are now getting into the stat sheet a little bit here. Uh, more so liberos, because you have the dig in the pass, plus five, plus two. Now errors, these are minus points. So minus eight for a serving error, minus 12 for a passing error, minus 12 for an attacking error, and then minus 12 for a set error, right? You know, many times, you know, set errors don't really happen. So that's, that, that, one's, that one's a bit tough, but these are, so let me repeat that again. So minus eight for serving error, minus 12 for passing error, minus 12 for attacking error, and then minus 12 for set error, okay? So these are, that's the point system. That's how it works. Now let's get into some of the things that you might have, you might have some questions here. So why is an ace more than a kill? You know, why is an ace more than a kill? Well, we got to remember the offense has an advantage in volleyball. Okay. The offense has an advantage. Remember we talked about the fact that side out percentage is 60%, 60% is side out percentage, which means the offense has an advantage, which is why an ace is worth more than a kill. So, an ace raises your chances of winning the rally from 40% to 100. So plus 60. Same as for a stuff block. Okay, so remember, 60%, okay, so 60% is the side out percentage in the women's game. So if you have an ace, obviously it raises your chances of winning from, from winning the rally from 40% to 100%. Okay, that's pretty, that's pretty fantastic. So plus 60. So same thing for a stuff block. And then a kill... A kill raises the chances of winning the rally from a 60% to 100% plus 40. So that's that's kind of the plus and minus that they're working at, and that's where you know Joe Trinzi got those numbers from. Well, let's look at the non-scoring. 
how to value passing and defense. All right, so how do we do that? Well, a good pass raises your side out percentage from 60 to about 70, so that's plus 10. A dig raises our chances of winning from 40% to about 60%, so that's plus 20. And then assists, um, you know, the Athletes Unlimited valued it at, uh, you know, it made more so trial and error, so they said about one-eighth of a kill. That's where that, that's why the that, that's what it was. Not very not very common. So those are your non-scoring points. So if you think about the math that we talked about earlier, you know, sixty percent, sixty percent of side out points go uh, are, are scorable. I'm sorry, sixty percent when you side out sixty percent of the time. That's normally what we're talking about. That's where you get the plus sixty and plus forty for the kill and aces. That's where the those points come in. All right, let's talk about errors. So then, why is a hitting error worse than a serving error? Again, offense has an advantage in volleyball. So if since a side out percentage is 60%, well then the error, of course, you're gonna be minus 40, right? 40% to zero. A hitting error lowers our chances of winning the rally from 60% to 100%, minus 60. Same with passing error, same with setting error. So those are just a couple things to keep in mind, and that, that's more of the math side behind it, but again, not, not to your concern, you don't have to worry about the math side. Just understand the scoring system. So plus 12 for ace, plus 12 for stuff block, plus eight for kill. Non-scoring, plus five for dig, plus two for good pass, plus one for assist. And then errors, we have minus eight for serving error, minus 12 for passing error, minus 12 for attack error, minus 12 for set error. And this is really cool. Now, what they've done, and I would keep it as, I would keep it very simple to those ones. Now, what they've done is they also give you points for winning a set and winning a match. And these are individual points, by the way. So this is why team wins matter too. So you could have great individual stats, which is great, but if you lose now, you lose out on the opportunity to get even more points. So this is where it gets interesting, which is why I really like this. So winning matters a little bit more than stats. So now I'll, I'll show you why. So for every set that you win, for every set that you win, everyone on the team gets plus 40. So if you win set one, you get plus 40. Win set two, you get plus 40. Win set three, you get plus 40. Onto your stat, your individual stat. If you win the match, you get plus 60. So you can see there's more weight that's given to the wins. Yes, you can get your individual stats, don't get me wrong, but they're also giving you more stats when you win a set and when you win a match. Now that can outweigh a lot of things in our games when you add in the plus and minus of the other stats. Now what they also do is, now I wouldn't do this in your practice, and I mean you can, but they also have a category for MVP. So MVP, um, you vote, so your first MVP gets plus 60, your second MVP gets plus 40, and your third MVP gets plus 20. Now your team can vote for that, um, and you can kind of see where that goes and give them an extra, you know, plus, plus 60, 40, or 20, whatever they have. So when you think back to the stats now, the averages, we're talking of, a, of an individual person's stats, right? The averages is, so 30% is an individual, so out of 100, 30% of your stats comes from individual stats, 65% comes from the win, the actual wins, and then a 5% comes from your MVP when, when, the, when it goes down. So I really, really like that. You know, I love that we are valuing wins now too. We are valuing wins, and that is really, really cool to value wins because wins add to your total 
stat for your players. Okay. So, and I, I love the, I absolutely love the cumulative scoring where you have to win by the total score. So just because you win two sets, you could easily lose the third set and lose the match if you don't, you know, you don't close that margin. So it's total score. And I love what that does because it really keeps, it's like, you know how you, as a coach, you want to say every moment matters or every point matters. Well, this absolutely showcases that every point matters because they can come back. So what this does, it creates a sense of urgency um, during every set. You know, we show that it's still a team sport and we're, and we're measuring and, you know, Athletes Unlimited really had a good uh, perspective on this is we're measuring the value that each player brings to the team in multiple different ways. I, and that's why I really love how we do this scoring system. Now, they um there are there are ways you can modify this. By the way, like this isn't a, a one you know a one thing fit all. You can you can use all of what I've mentioned, or you can use some of what I mentioned. I, I've talked to other coaches, and you know, there's a lot of coaches who will absolutely use this type of system. Um, uh, there are beginning teams. Beginners can go. You know, you can keep it simple, like plus plus four for an ace block or kill you know, plus two for a dig, and then plus one for a good pass and assist. Now, you can do that. You can absolutely do that. Um, you can consider, you know, MVP voting with different types of criteria. Like, you can do, like, a teammate MVP or an energy MVP, you know, vote on that to give them those extra points. So these are all things that you can do. You have to, at the end of the day, you have to adjust what works for your team. But what, I, what I'm, what I'm going to be doing and what I've seen other teams do that have implemented this type of scoring system is they'll have a weekly chart and you have each player's name and their cumulative points. And you you kind of take it from there. You, you, you measure it every week. You can even do a redraft if you want. Every week you redraft the teams or since this is more team orientated, you can keep the teams the same depending on you, if you want your starters on one side and so forth and have a coach monitor this. And again, in, in, a, in volleyball, it's, you know, bump that spike. Right, bumps that spike, serve, bumps that spike, and you're only valuing certain points, you know. So, when you when it comes to keeping track of this stuff, it's not it's not too bad because, you know, good pass plus two. If there's an assist and a kill, done. So what? As soon as that happens, you look and you do your, you know, you do your plus eight for the kill, you do your plus one for the assist, and that's it. And then a plus two for a good pass. So three things you got to write down, and you have time because our sports rally, so you just kind of. You don't worry about it. And if the rallies keep going on, you don't have to worry about half of them because it's not, you know, all you have to worry about is the non-scoring ones. So if a rally's happening, you're just looking at dig and that's it actually because there's nothing for block touches or anything like that. It's just simply um, you get a dig, you get plus five. Uh, a good pass is only on serve received. So that's just one time and then assist is the one time. So even when a rally's happening, you're just watching. You don't have to worry about um, anything except for the digs. Uh, if you were doing stats in a real game, you may look at, you know, block touches. But in this individual stat, we do not look at block touches. Not to say that you can't add that in yours. You absolutely can add yours in. But this is um, the reason I want to bring this on the pod is because I I've, I value scoring systems a lot. And what, what we've done in our gym is we've taken certain drills and we've added a scoring system to the drill. So we'll say, you know, if we're working on, say, a block defense drill and we're really trying to emphasize the athlete's value to that drill and just more to emphasize the, the learning the skill, we may have a six on six, but only give extra points for certain things. Like, for example, block touch will give two points, a dig will give one point, um, and then a stuff block will give 
two points or whatever, something like that. And that adds to the total score of, of, of the set. This is interesting because this shows the value of each player and the value of each player to the team. And at the end of every single week, when you accumulate these, when you accumulate these up, it's so clear who your impact players are versus who they're not. And because of the system that they've done here, by, by, by not only adding value to people who are scoring the ball for you, but adding value to your liberos and your setters by being able to score points, because that's a tough thing. Liberos and setters can't score points generally. They're now into the mix. And I can tell you just by looking at the Athletes Unlimited stuff, uh, in the top 10 for MVPs that they had, they had every position represented in the top 10 uh, for athletes in the league. They had every single position represented, which is an testament to the scoring system. So this is something we're going to be using in our gym. I'm looking forward to trying it out. I, I encourage you to try it out in your gym. Have a scoring system where every time you guys scrimmage, you keep track of this and you 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 add it up every time and you you, you monitor it over the course of a couple weeks, couple months, etc. And it, it will you, you'll, you'll see really clearly you know, who's doing what and who's adding value and you can kind of, you know, do some great things because of that. All right, so this is a little bit more of a shorter episode. Um, this was just going through the scoring system. And again, just to encourage you to go through your scoring system, uh, that will help a lot. And uh, DVA members, uh, I just did a live training uh, today uh, on drill design. And one of the things we talk about is simulated play and how we can incorporate a a point system in simulated play. So go take a listen to that workshop or that live training on drill design. And if you are not a DVA member and you'd like access to that training and frankly, many other trainings, head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com and to find out more information. And if you don't know what Digital Volleyball Academy is, it's my signature mentorship program for coaches where I bring them into my world and provide them with mentorship resources, courses, um, as well as we jump on Zoom twice a month to do live training and Q&A. And it's a really cool experience because coaches get a chance to come in at the level that they're at find themselves on my success path and see what they need to do to get to the next level. And that's the biggest thing I find with coaches. Sometimes you're learning all these things, but you really don't know what you need to do to get to the next level of coaching. Well, I've drawn a map inside DVA where you can find yourself and know exactly what you need to do to get to the next level. And I'm there to support you along with other coaches inside DVA. So it's an amazing place to be if you want to grow as a coach. So that's digitalvolleyballacademy.com. Uh, and for my DVA members, the training's already in there. Can't wait to see you. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. All right, that's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.